0: Hey guys, and welcome back to Amber's Happy Hour. It's your girl, Amber. And we are back for another episode. I am so, so excited for this one. I am joined with yet another amazing, amazing guest. She is the co-founder of Buddha Beads and is a certified Reiki master. I'd like to give a warm welcome to Miss Bobney Tour. Applause, applause. Thanks for having me. Thank you for coming. I'd also want to give a shout out to our uh, live audience. My sister's in the room. Denit, say hi.
1: Word up.
0: She's clapping for herself. That's her introduction. Um, So thank you for joining me this week. I'm actually really excited. This has been an episode I've been dying to record. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Okay.
2: (laughs) Shout out to Denit for making this happen.
0: Yeah, shout out my manager, guys. If you ever want to come on the podcast, (laughs) hit up my manager.
1: Email Denny at ambershappyhour.com.
0: It's actually Amber's. I'll put my email later. (laughs) It's not even a problem right now. Um, Okay, so the tradition must continue, like you guys all know. So I'm going to start this episode by cracking a cold one. So let me get the grip here. Okay. Right on my computer, you guys. Okay, and we are ready to start this episode. So how are you? How are things?
2: Good. How you doing?
0: I'm good. I'm a little, seem a little jumpy right now, but um, I'm good.
2: Things are doing good. School's good. How's mm-hmm. the fam? Fam is good. I spent six months of this year in Toronto, so it's nice to be home for the summer. I've been home since July.
0: All right. How was Toronto? You're, so you when did you go to Toronto then? How long so were
2: I for? went to Toronto in December. Um, was only supposed to stay for about three months. Supposed to come back in March. Obviously, Corona hit. Was stuck there. Finally got a flight um, in June and then was able to come home beginning of July.
0: How was Corona there? Because I left in March, so I didn't really stay during the whole thing. Uh,
2: in comparison to Vancouver, it's it was definitely like insane. Yeah. the uh, Toronto is way more populated than Vancouver. So lockdown was like a real lockdown out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, in comparison to Vancouver, it just out here, I found a our phases uh came through faster so we got into phase Makes two sense. and then phase three and then yeah. by the time we were in phase four and i don't even know what that is yeah um you know toronto was finally on phase two kind of thing so yeah. they're a little like, behind but they're getting yeah.
0: there i know my friends are out there too and seeing like their stuff i was like dude we're in a pandemic right now you guys are not acting like it compared yeah. to out here no
2: no one was out unless you were going to work which i don't think anyone was or getting groceries
0: yeah That makes sense um i also do this thing where i ask my guests how they're doing mentally just because i want to make sure that i am keeping up with everyone about how i'm doing mentally but i also want to make sure everyone around me is doing the same Mm -hmm. so mentally how are we doing you can this week today in general however you want to say it
2: (laughs) good i'm doing really well yeah um every day is a new day for me and because i deal with people on a regular whether that's you know through reiki energy or just through like my customers through emails or friends or whatnot um it's really important for me to try to stay balanced as much as possible um it's uh yeah i'm in a and i'm in a really good place in terms of like um understanding uh where my mind's at and then bringing it back Mm -hmm. sometimes we lose sight of where our mind goes and it, mm-hmm. you know whether that's frustration or anxiety or whatever so being able to acknowledge that and then bring myself back down to ground one is super important for me
0: mm-hmm. um so like a scale from one to ten one being feeling great and ten feeling not the best what would you say you're at right now one is feeling great one's feeling fantastic yeah
2: like a three okay not bad yeah
0: yeah what about you um this week well, it's a new week, so I'm right now. I'm at a good two, which is nice. Um, I would say the past maybe two weeks I was about a five, six, mm-hmm. but mine goes like a roller coaster every week. So it's a matter of bringing it back down. Can I
2: ask you what you do to bring yourself back down?
0: Um, I used to actually, I used to meditate. Mm -hmm. i kind of i used to okay well i had this i used to as in like i would just do it all the time like it was a thing and then for some reason i don't know what exactly it was but i like slowly started coming like not doing it as much Mm -hmm. and then i was like okay like and then i started journaling and Mm -hmm. that kind of helped a lot so when i started doing that that kind of balanced my uh, my anxiety a bit so i found that that helped more
2: yeah so you uh, kind of just changed your form of meditation it, i changed
0: my format yeah and i obviously do want to start meditating again because i felt like it does help me here and there like before i go to bed i do put like i do kind of not i don't really necessarily meditate but i kind of put like the music in the background yeah. and i kind of just calm the room out for yeah, me yeah, yeah before i go to bed so i'm like slowly kind of going into that that's direction good again.
2: that's good you're doing something yeah at least you're taking the steps to yeah, do something.
0: Exactly. That was my one thing. I was like, hey, I love journaling, but like I want to do something. Yeah. Else. And it's
2: always good to change up your form of meditation. Sometimes one type of meditation doesn't always work for you. Yeah. And then you find there's a new way and then another way. And yeah. And then you keep finding ways to keep yourself balanced. Too.
0: Yeah. I'm. That's what I'm hoping. I'm like, okay, let's just start going into that direction again. Because I kind of liked it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See if I can get back to it. Make me, it might feel different this time. But I want to dive into this week's topic and I want to get into it because I'm actually really excited to talk about this stuff. So I want to, okay, why don't we start off with like a backstory? So when did you
2: feel? So I've known Amber since she was in diapers. That's the backstory.
0: <laughs> okay, not our backstory. <laughs> if you okay. guys to know our backstory, that's fine. Um, but what was your backstory of like when you started? Like,
2: I guess, I, okay, would, I don't want to so- say a spiritual
0: journey, but like, you know.
2: Um, since I was little, I was always into rocks. I was that kid who collected rocks, collected crystals. (laughs) Okay. And my, like, we would go to Whistler up with my family and there is a rocks and gem store. And that was, like, one of the first crystal stores I'd ever been in. Mm -hmm. And I remember every time we were up in Whistler, my parents, like, before I even went in, they're like, okay, Bab, only one. You can only choose one. Yeah. Because I was like, well, can I buy them all? And, (laughs) like, my parents obviously thought it was odd. You know, she's collecting rocks. But at the same time, they're like, you know, you do you. Yeah. So it was always something I was interested in Mm -hmm. um once i graduated high school i moved out so i think being on my own really helped uh, me explore different avenues of myself in terms of like what do i really want to do finding myself Mm -hmm. that kind of thing yeah and then um yeah around then when i was about 18 19 i kind of uh, started to explore my spirituality that's kind of when i went into my spiritual awakening i guess Mm -hmm. you can call it um, and then I met my partner at the time. So he kind of opened up my world to spirituality. And then, yeah, Buddha Beats came in um, halfway through university. So I went to school for business. Mm-hmm. I'm a, a digital marketer. So I have my BBA in marketing management. Yeah. And then halfway through, um, what actually happened was I would... So my, my partner, fiance, whatever you want to call him. Shout out to AK. Um, <laughs> he's out... <laughs> number one <gasps> i know some <laughs> of you are waiting for that um so he's out in toronto so i would go uh, often we would go back and forth so when i would go out there in the beginning um his sister actually uh was into crafting so she started crafting oh. bracelets and then her proceeds would go towards um different foundations like the breast cancer foundation and whatnot so we weren't working with like actual gemstones back then it was like just gle- like beads. beads and yeah. glass beads yeah. so um in the in the pretty beginning of our relationship, um, her and I just kind of got started and then, uh, like friends and fam out here, when I would come home, they'd be like, oh, can you get me some bracelets or can you get me some crystals? Yeah. And then from there, I just kind of launched into a business for me. So it's been five years now. Yeah. Um, so I started off with my sister-in-law and she eventually phased out. So I kind of just took it upon myself and mm. grew from there. And then, uh, the cool part was when I was in business school, um, one of our practicums was starting your own business. But I already had my own business. So uh, my professor let me just work on my own business, essentially, and then gather the feedback. And so that was really helpful as well. And that was when, about two years into it, when I decided, okay, I'm going to take this and make it into a legit thing Mm -hmm. and run with it. And yeah, I've been doing it ever since. Oh my God, that's
0: crazy. Because I remember when i first heard about it i was like oh my god like this is sick and i kept looking at them i was like, okay i want one like i want to know but there obviously has to be like there's different meanings towards each Mm of them and like because you can't just be like yo here take this one Mm -hmm. like that's it like it has to mean something to you i feel like right so
2: each gemstone has a specific healing property yeah so gemstones are essentially minerals and rocks that are found uh, beneath the surface of the earth yeah uh, just like diamonds or um, semi-precious stones they are mind mm-hmm. and then um, based on each specific uh, gemstone they have a healing property behind them mm-hmm. um, so some can you know be beneficial for repelling negative energy some could be really good for um, you know love and calmness some are good for um, health and balance and whatnot yeah. so um, yeah each one has a different property. So how do you know what fits best for you? Like how would you what's the process through that? So you can't just
0: order them, right? Like you have to I feel like well, you want to Well, I mean, a mean for
2: for my customer base it's kind of 50/50. Like I get people who will buy them just for the sake of like fashion. and then Mm -hmm. I'll actually have people that will buy them for the healing properties so when you go to our website and you click on an item each uh, product has information of the property listed yeah so for example I always tell people whatever you're attracted to Mm -hmm. like if you look at whether you're looking at stones or whether you're looking on the website whatever stands out to you, chances are that's the one you need in your life. Yeah. Um, so when you click on it, let's say it's uh, Howlite for example, like the mm. one I gave you. Mm-hmm. Um, Howlite is a stone of calmness. Mm-hmm. It's really good to help um, engage in creative properties um, for awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good for people with uh, insomnia who can't sleep, um, that mm-hmm. have maybe um, anxiety. <laughs> yeah. So it helps to bring that down essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. That's crazy,
0: because I've, I've gotten crystals before. Um, my mommy gave me one, but she did this whole spiritual thing, right? And she gave me some, but I never really understood what it exactly was, mm-hmm. like how they exactly work best for like me. And it was all like, she's like, just take this, keep this in your room. Like, you know, it just helps with the energy and stuff. But I never really understood that, because I felt like every crystal is different. Yeah.
2: So your body has vibrations within it energy vibrations and so do crystals Mm -hmm. because they're from the earth so they're literally like mother nature's gift to us yeah so um because our bodies are receptive to those vibrations yeah um crystals work really well with the human body so basically if you're um, trying to manifest something or you are trying to um pull in a certain healing property into your life the crystal can help to vibrate that energy into you
0: oh okay that makes sense yeah yeah because when she was like oh here take these and then obviously i have to like i put them in there and i felt like okay i feel they're doing something but Mm -hmm. you don't really know because Mm -hmm. it's not like a sign just kind of come out of nowhere right yeah so i have them with me all the time but i just never knew okay like is there something else i have to do for it to it's all energy related yeah so I felt like that, for me, I, that was all new. So when yeah. I gave them, I was like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to expect. Is something supposed to, like, happen? Like, yeah. I didn't know that. But I did keep it in my room for, like, the longest time. And I don't know. Like, now, I feel like now, probably after this, knowing more, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to have an idea of what exactly they're for. And, and once
2: you once you get into them, they become addicting. I know. <laughs> you just I, want them all. And
0: that's, like, because I've always looked at, like, beads and, like, crystals and stuff like that. And I've looked into that whole thing. But I've never been like, okay, I don't know so much. I don't know Mm -hmm. how to get into it. And I want to. I want to take that step to do it. Mm -hmm. I just never knew what their backstories are and stuff like that. I I for
2: sure get a lot of people who will email or message or even friends of mine who will text me and be like, this is what I'm experiencing or this is Mm -hmm. what I want to vibrate on, what I want to manifest in my life. Is there a crystal that can help me with that? And then I'll just redirect them to this, this, and this works. Yeah. Or sometimes I have... People who maybe don't even purchase for me, they'll be like, oh, so-and-so gave me this crystal. Can you let me know what it is? And there's so much, besides our website, there's so much information online on Google yeah. um, regarding gemstones and healing properties and... Um, Yeah, so gemstones essentially are mined all over the world. So the ones that we work with are um, from places like Brazil and Africa and India and China and Russia. Um, And the only stone specifically that originated from Canada... Um, it's howlite. It was oh, founded nice. in Nova Scotia by yeah. a man named Henry Howell. Um, there's definitely you can definitely find like amethyst and rose quartz and other um, like other mines out here, mm-hmm. but uh, more so in the states you'll find that there, there's they're more out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. I when I and then when you gave me this one
0: today, I was like oh, sick. I was like I was so ready for this one, but I really liked it. Um, because then I was also so. I read this book that I actually have right here. My super attractor book. It was um, man- uh, Methods for Manifesting a Life Behind Your Wildest Dreams. Mm-hmm. So I was reading it, and um, when I first got it, I was kind of like, okay, I don't know if I- this is for me. Like, I don't know what to expect. But I swear, like, the minute I started reading into it, I kind of got a different perspective on mm-hmm. things. And I really liked that. And it was finding me and showing me ways of, like, different paths on like based on your energy and just like the environment around you Mm -hmm. so when you went through your whole thing like how did you know that that's the direction you were going for like
2: I felt like something was missing in my life for Mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. I felt like there was like I don't know more to life whatever you want to call it yeah and something was missing and then the more I kind of uh, spent time and worked on my spiritual self the more um content and happier i felt and i felt less um like the baggage that are around me started to lift essentially or like leave my life and i just felt like okay this is my calling and i'm gonna run with it
0: yeah so did you find like a crystal that worked like in the beginning did you find like thing gems and stuff that like suited you at the time
2: um so like I mentioned when I was younger it was just kind of like oh this color is pretty but now that I look back obviously it's like certain crystals that you know (laughs) stood out to me um but when I started my spiritual awakening it was more so like I had so many questions like why is this happening or what does this mean or what is energy or why and so because I was so curious I just let myself explore that and I was open to different perspectives as well and then Mm -hmm hearing other people's journey and I think that was the biggest thing is like reading is one thing yeah but to hear and experience it um through other individuals and not just like your own circle but strangers yeah um whether that be like attending a yoga class or attending a meditation or attending an event and just meeting like an artist or somebody else and then connecting with them that helped to enhance my spiritual experience
0: Well, you also mentioned like, oh, what is energy? So like, what is energy?
2: Everything is energy. (laughs) Everything is energy. Energy is all around us. You are energy. I'm energy. This sofa is energy. My socks are energy. Like we are made up of energy and energy is whatever you want to call it. I mean, we all have our own names and our own languages for what it is, but, um, yeah, everything has energy. It's just like how in science we learn like how everything has atoms and yeah. how everything has molecules. It's basically like that's that's energy. Yeah. Um, so our energy as humans is very receptive to those that are around us, um, whether that be other people, whether that be crystals, whether that be animals, mm-hmm. um, whether that be like even the weather and like what's happening in the world kind of thing. Yeah. So the m- I find the more in tune you are with yourself and your energy – the more aware you are of what affects you, what works for you, what doesn't work for you. Yes. And uh, the more spiritual, if you want to call it, the more spiritual I became, the more um, uh, what's the right word I'm looking for? The more conservative I became with my energy, the more mm-hmm. um, particular I became yeah. about uh, not just like what but like who I was around and what I wanted to do with my time my energy because um, that goes back to like the law of attraction right so whatever you think and whatever you do and whatever you put out into the world you will 110% get back in your life mm-hmm. if you're going to tell yourself I'm a crappy person you are going to become a crappy person 110% there's no doubt mm-hmm. you know so essentially that's what energy is is whatever you put out you will get back
0: yeah so I feel like that's probably how you can pick up a bad energy mm-hmm. too, right? Because mm-hmm. you were saying like you have to be aware of yourself and like the people around you and all that. So I feel like if you notice something that's not sitting right, like you can yeah. tell that's a bad energy. Yeah. So it's probably no like, yeah, obviously everyone has energy, your energy, yeah. your energy, right? So that's why I noticed that with myself, I was like, I'm, I know how easy it is to pick up
2: bad energy Mm -hmm. like i'll
0: know like okay this person just
2: because the more aware you are the more you're doing your meditations the more in tune you are with yourself the more easy it is for you to pick up so the way that i explain it to people is like we use 10 percent of our brains yeah okay the other 90 percent is our subconscious Mm -hmm. um there's different ways and meditation is one of the way for you to dive into that subconscious when you start diving into that and you start opening or programming the rest of that part of your brain Mm -hmm. you are more aware to what's around you Mm -hmm. and you'll find there's some people in your life that are just like clueless like a deer in headlights Mm -hmm. and that's because they don't want to or they have not or they don't know how to engage in the other 90 percent of their brain kind of a thing so when you become conscious and when you become aware of that you end up um like not only attracting certain things but you end up um just being more aware of your surroundings
0: yeah i get that because i've i've had that i think because i've been so aware of myself lately i've been picking up on little things where Mm -hmm. i'm like okay this is not for me that person's not meant to be in my circle Mm -hmm. anymore and i feel just because i did that okay <laughs> just because i feel like now that i'm more aware with myself that i find that's easier to pick up yeah because before i feel like i had no clue yeah because i had people in my circle or things that were going on in my life where i was like and you
2: feel like it's easier for you to say no now yeah oh 100 like, drop it i'm good
0: yeah my like my mood on a, and my way of life now towards anything is just completely different mm-hmm. compared to like obviously high school it's different but coming out of high school first year university I was all like, "Oh yeah, you be my friend, mm-hmm, you be the this, this, this." Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, "I don't need you." Ain't nobody I don't got time this. for that. No, Bye. and then it's like, and I noticed for being like that, people are always like, "Dude, what the hell? Yeah. Like, you're so rude." Like, yeah. this. it's like I'm not being rude. I'm just being what's protective right of your of energy, yeah. yeah, and what's true to who I am as a person, right? Yeah. Okay, so now let's get into the like your other part of your life that you just started um becoming a reiki master so one and not only me but inform everybody
2: what exactly is reiki because i have no idea (laughs) so reiki is a form of energy healing okay it is holistic and basically um i'm a channel of god like whatever i do it's not my power it's god or the universe or whatever you want to refer to that energy okay um so since i was young i was always told that like i had some sort of a power if you want to call it and um i didn't really engage in it until recently Mm -hmm. and uh my sister my older sister actually she went through the training first and it's funny because um i reiki has come in and out of my life for the last eight years. Like I've gone to different healers and mm-hmm. different healers have approached me to do um like the educational aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But um it wasn't until like quarantine hit where I had the time to research and um uh my partner Amin was like, Why don't you actually go through with it? Like, mm-hmm. why don't you actually this is something you wanna pursue and you know it falls yeah. under the category with your crystals and um I would kind of do it on him but obviously i didn't know what i was doing at the time but kind of like it's like i have a headache can you perform reiki on me um so yeah so it was funny because when i was uh and my sister and i were completely different sides of the country so the same time that i was kind of interested in finally pursuing it my sister misha went full blown into it and she pursued it so she became a reiki master first Mm -hmm. so when i had um come home from my um months worth of quarantine in toronto uh, i met with our reiki master and uh, right away i just went into it and i learned from him and mm-hmm. there was like no going back after that and it was like the best decision i ever made mm-hmm. um so basically there's obviously different levels to reiki there's yeah. level one two and then you become a master mm-hmm. um so with reiki reiki is a form of energy healing as i mentioned mm-hmm. um when i do reiki um i basically work on your chakras so okay. we have seven different chakras in our body, mm-hmm. which are the best way to describe them are basically like trigger points in your body.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So the first one is your crown chakra. That's the top of your head. Yep. Then you have the third eye in the middle of your forehead. You have your throat chakra in your throat, mm-hmm. heart chakra in your heart, your solar plexus, which is uh, the top of your stomach right underneath your ribs, mm-hmm. your sacral, which is right by your right below your belly button. Mm -hmm. And then your root chakra, which is, um, just close to your like reproductive system. Okay. So each chakra, um, has to do with a different um, energy in your life and a different element in your life as well. So a typical Reiki session for me is a client will come in and I'll ask them, kind of like a therapist, you know, what's going on in your life? Mm -hmm. Uh, What are you hoping to achieve from this? All of them come in for some sort of healing purpose. Mm -hmm. Um, And then based on what they're going through, um, I'll have an idea of what areas... I need to focus on. So I start with the scanning, so I scan each chakra mm-hmm. and then from there I can get an idea of okay what's going on, do you have blockage? If you have blockage in that area depending on what chakra it is, it affects certain things in your life. Yeah. For example, I myself knew I had blockage, but before Reiki and these things came into my life I couldn't explain it I would go to the doctor and say this is what's going on and my doctor would just prescribe me with something or mm-hmm. just be like oh you're fine you know you're, you're a young woman you're just growing and I'm like no there's something more than that that you're not explaining to me that I don't know what it is mm-hmm. and um, it wasn't until like I started to like see someone for Reiki that they were like no this is a blockage and this is what's happening from it and it totally made sense to me Um, and then I decided to go through with the healing so once I went through the healing I found a difference in my life I found certain things in my life were moving differently were moving faster were, Mm -hmm. were easier for me Um, So going back to a typical session, once I do the scanning, which can take anywhere from 5 to 10 minutes, I'll have an idea of what's working, what's not. And then I'll go through and do the entire Reiki session. Um, So that takes anywhere from 20 to 40 minutes, depending on the client. We'll go through their chakras. Um, So basically what I'll do is my hands will be on top of their body, anywhere from like 2 to 5 inches above. Um, So we don't uh, make contact at all. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the energy from the universe flows through me, flows into them. Some people may feel something during a session. Some people might feel like warmness or tingling. Um, Some people might feel nothing at all. And that's totally okay. Um, Some people might fall asleep and that's totally okay in normal you as fell well asleep, you? yeah she fell asleep I was <laughs> um, so zen but that's it's a good thing that's a good thing it's though. a really good yeah. thing um and then when people wake up from it sometimes people will feel different things uh just like they mentioned she was totally like in zen just you know feeling calm some most people feel calm but some people will feel like tired um tired and exhausted just because what we did was we took that e- energy, energy out, away yeah. and took it away yeah um to make room for new energy to flow through yeah um uh, but yeah okay so what did you think
0: you're yeah, gonna use the mic but what you think of your oh, yeah okay yeah. <laughs> what did you think of your session obviously your first one so hi my name is danit <laughs> and this is my testimonial.
1: no okay so um well i can tell you this when i woke up i was tired okay so wait, i had the best sleep of how my about night when you that night. Walked into that- to start off like how was your energy like well, you probably obviously felt i difficult. was freaking out well not yeah. freaking out but i was obviously nervous i didn't know what was going on and honestly i didn't want to know anything bad i was kind of like shit like you guys are going to tell me that i'm you know a little bit messed up which is true <laughs> um <Nothing new. laughs> no so okay so when i did it actually misha did it yeah. so when i did it um we you know just kind of went through and mind you i've known her since i was five years old and i've known her family since i was five years old so we know each other so it was just kind of like a catch up you know how's it going this that and the other thing so when i was lying down i did fall asleep (laughs) um but i felt so when she was um at my crown so at my head yeah my my forehead was on fire like no lie like i felt so much heat and then they they did say that like you might feel like heat or something. Mm-hmm. So I felt heat in my forehead and I felt like a tingling feeling like in my stomach area. Okay. And I'm not going to lie. When I w- walked in there, I was kind of like skeptical. Like, you know, do I believe? Cause I'm not, I, I'm i I don't classify myself as a religious person. I don't necessarily believe in God. Like I'm not, you, you know, I'm not like yeah. that, but I, there was just a lot that was going on with me. And after talking to Bobney I was like, Okay, like, let's go through this. Let me figure this out. Maybe I need to, like, flip a switch or something. Like, you know, let me figure this out sort of thing. Um, But, yeah, no. Then I woke up and I was super zen, tired, everything. And then they told me, like, what... So my three middle chakras were blocked. Mm -hmm. And um, they told me why and what that might mean. And, no lie, T for T, like, it was exactly what was wrong like and i never said it aloud. i never said it aloud because i was like okay if you're gonna pick up on it you're gonna pick up on it and if you're not you're not yeah and they literally picked up on it and then i was like okay this is weird like this is kind of trippy yeah and like word for word it was exactly what was wrong with me and exactly i knew what was wrong with me like these are the things that i know are making me feel um uh, like whatever like they make they made me feel very negative in my own skin and i didn't like that yeah Um, And then then they give you like, um, like, here are the things that you should be doing to um, be in a positive, you know, mindset and all this kind of stuff. And honestly, I feel like they did take the negative energy out of me because since then I've I feel like a different person. Yeah. Like, I feel like I am happier, like at home or I'm happier with my life. And now that I've started school, I feel like I'm actually doing something for you good in my life for me and it's not that my parents are forcing me to go to school it's what i want to do it's for something that i want to help in the world and all this kind of stuff and i thought and i think that was the like that started it that started the push that i needed yeah if that makes sense
0: so when someone goes through it like goes through their whole thing and then afterwards what what does that person expect in like the next few days like how are they gonna so everyone's yeah
2: everyone's um experience after is different like some people might feel tired for a couple of days i had one girl who had uh, a bit of a headache but it was a good thing for her because Mm -hmm. she was she was very highly spiritual so she was kind of going through a unawakening herself yeah um most people feel relaxed Mm -hmm. um just like denise says it's like like you just went for a massage kind of thing, so yeah. your body is just like calm, your mind is calm,
1: super relaxed. The last couple, like. The next couple of days after.
2: Yeah. And I specifically asked my sister to do her session because yeah. I know her inside and out. Yeah. So I knew if it was coming from me, she'd be like, oh, whatever. You're saying it. Yeah. But because it's my sister, although my sister knows her fairly well, she doesn't know her to the extent that I know her. Yeah. So for my sister to say certain things and pick up on things, she was just like, oh, oh yeah. This is real. yeah, this is legit. Yeah. Um, But yeah, for everybody, it's different. Right. What we pick up on and uh, what like what we are channeling.
0: So, obviously, it's not something you have to... Because not everyone's going to... Not many people believe in this stuff, right? So, yeah. when you're going to, you don't have to believe in a certain
2: thing. No, no. To, you you don't have come, to believe in anything. Yeah. What we ask yeah. is you come with a clear heart and open mind. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it.
0: So, I feel like if you probably don't, it probably makes it harder.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, we have some people that... Like, you know, they'll wake up from their session. They'll just be like, my mind was everywhere. I was thinking of a million things. And that's totally fine. But it also goes to show like your mind is very clouded if you're not able to focus kind of a thing, right? Yeah. But it also says a lot about the person. So everybody's experience is totally different. Yeah. Um, it's just more so like, what are you expecting out of it? And for some people, they have no expect- expectations at all. like I don't yeah. think need had any expectations at all. She just kind of came with, okay, let's see what this is all about. And then she left with a a um a di- not a different mindset but almost like a like a like a push through the right door if that makes yeah, sense
0: that makes sense so when you were doing your whole reiki thing because i had mentioned this before uh when i was reading in my book they talk about all these other things they talk about blockage too mm-hmm. and energy and they talk about angels and archangels and stuff so uh did you obviously know about those stuff when you're doing your reiki
2: so before i got into reiki i was into like tarot cards and readings and all this stuff so i'm aware of angels i'm not super familiar of every single name Mm -hmm. however like i mentioned earlier one of the angels who we use um we call upon for reiki a lot is Archangel michael who Mm -hmm. is like the angel of protection and um like before this you had asked me like what exactly are angels and what do they do so with God or universe being the main source of energy, yeah. we have different angels who are like different specific energies. So yeah. it's just like how um, in Hinduism they believe in uh, you know different gods like Shiva and Lakshmi, and then uh, in Sikhism we have you know Guru Nanak and uh, Guru Devji or yeah. Guru uh, Arjun Devji and, yeah. and, and different gurus. So each um, spiritual figure has their own form of energy and what they provide. I guess is the best way to explain it. So archangels are the same thing or similar to that. Each archangel provides a different healing mechanism um, and energy to your life. And you can call call upon them to um, help in certain aspects of your life. So like I've always wanted to do that because after reading, I was like, hey, like I and
0: I got to read like the different ones. So I was like, hey, like I want to call into this one. But like, how do you really like how? can i really know that i'm calling on someone like i feel like you probably have
2: to see a sign it's probably different for everybody yeah it's yeah. it's feeling and signs for sure yeah the more like i said the going back to how we talked about the whole being uh conscious and aware and then once you're you know using that subconscious i guess if you want to call it mm-hmm. um you'll realize like everything is a sign or everything is energy and certain things like the dots will connect yeah
0: because i was always like oh okay, I read it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to call this one. But I was like, I can't just be like, hey, yo, show up. <laughs> you're just going to pop up my
2: door. like. But, the, yeah. <laughs> but the, way, <laughs> the, the way that they come is in different ways. So for yeah. example, if you're calling on one and you're saying like, you know, I'm really struggling with like, I don't know, school right now and I need you to help guide me or give me the strength because I have a really, really tough week and I have a game coming up and yeah. I'm feeling like I, you know, I, my ankle is weak or whatever, whatever. Yeah and you're calling upon them to help you with something certain in your life, you will see that, whatever you've asked for. Mm. However, the way that energy in the universe works is if you are a good person, it mm. will help you. If your intentions are pure, it will help you. You can't expect yourself to just get things your way if you're not doing stuff for other people, Yeah. if you're not trying to make the world better. Um, the universe will give you everything that you want as long as you're doing what it put you on this earth to do and that is to help humanity. And that's to make not only yourself better, but the people around you and to make the world better. Even if it's just you have a part-time job doing something specific and you work with people and you helped one person, you're still making a huge difference by Mm -hmm. doing that one thing. And you're not doing it from a selfish way you're doing it as a form of we call it in sikhism seva yeah and seva is based on off of spirituality yeah and like guru nanak devji started seva as a way for it's a cycle of giving and receiving energy yeah and the more you give the more you'll get back
0: yeah so but okay so say if that's the case right what if you have like Too much blockage. Does that have an effect to that or an impact on that?
2: Yeah, if you have blockage, what you want to receive will not come to you as fast. So (laughs) I felt like I was working my butt off for so long and things in my life were not coming to me because I was blocked. And I but I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah. And once I worked on my blockage, things just flew for me. Just flew. And I felt better. Yeah. Um, even some some issues like physically that I had like I was just like why am I feeling a certain way why am I experiencing this why do I have pain why do I have this and it was just like no matter what I did it wouldn't leave mm-hmm. and it wasn't until I worked on my healing and my blockages that everything just became easier.
0: That means I got a lot of work to do myself.
2: And healing is not something you do overnight. Like yeah, we no, are forever healing. Forever. Yeah. There is not one person in the world who is not not healing. Yeah. That that's sense. like when someone says, Oh, I'm
0: working on myself. You can't work on yourself overnight. Yeah. Like you're, you're gotta, always. You're always working on yourself. You're improving something new about you every day. You're learning something new about you every day. Because
2: we as humans are just like we're evolving so much and so quickly and so fast. Mm-hmm. Every day is a new day. We meet new people. We see new things. And it's like all these new things then come into our life, and then we become a different person every single hour of every single day. Yeah. So, in order to keep up with that evolution, you want to continue your healing so that you stay the best version of yourself.
0: Yeah, best version of yourself always. You have to adapt to
1: your environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: That's, that's
1: a big thing too. So you're you're always adapting. You're always um, what's that word? Damn, I can't think of it now. Anyways. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to that.
0: Alrighty, so we are coming down to the last bit of the episode, so which means it is time to answer some of your guys's questions. So like you guys all know, I have the link that is posted in my bio and it is an anonymous form for you guys to send in any questions, um stories, comments feedbacks all that stuff anonymously and in each episode we always answer them so we will do that now so the first question is does she do readings for people for behavior future hand
2: readings if so what are your rates i do not do readings i am not a fortune teller um but when i do reiki i can pick up on certain things in your life uh, so for example, the last Ricky client that I had, I saw her with a child. Oh. Um b- but again, that could be her child, that could be somebody else's yeah. child. Like and these things will just come and we will just share it as it is. Um doesn't mean that it's hundred percent going to happen, but in terms of like if you're trying to know your future, that's the most i can do for you but <laughs> no i don't offer readings.
0: okay, so what about for reiki rates and stuff like that? like where can they look to do so
2: you can check out our instagram, facebook or website. everything is monita healing studios. so website is monitahealingstudios.com and our instagram is the same. um it'll explain on the website our rates, how to book, um what uh, certain packages we offer, all that kind of stuff. okay, perfect. Alrighty, I am
0: looking for a bracelet, but would like to know which is best for me. How could I find that out?
2: Yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, you can check out the website and then take a look at everything that we offer. Mm-hmm. Whatever um, uh, you're attracted to the most, I would say click on that first. Um, and then each product has a healing property. Um, but if there's a specific healing property you're looking for, you can uh, shoot us an email, info at and then uh, we'll get back to you based on... Um, what specific healing property you're looking for? Uh, but yeah, alrighty. What made you
0: passionate for this? I feel like we touched base on this as well. Yeah, but- it was
2: um, something I was kind of always into, and then once I started to explore it more, it just made me really happy. Um, being able to like, I've always been someone that just wants to help people. Yeah. So being able to help people explore their spirituality was something that I believed was like my calling so um yeah i just kind of ran with it and then i uh, made a living off of it you're doing great sweetie
0: thanks <laughs> um okay if they're asking if i'm comfortable could you tell us the ba- uh, on the podcast which bead bracelet is best for me and why
2: so i gave amber howlite it's the stone of calmness creativity helps with anxiety helps with the insomnia Um, when I thought of what I wanted to gift her, it was just the first thing that popped into my head. Um, other than that, I would say, I don't know, also maybe a amethyst. I feel like an amethyst would also be good for you. Amethyst is for your crown chakra. It's the stone of meditation and intuition. And for someone who is very much exploring her spiritual side, um, amethyst would help with that and with manifesting
0: damn okay so amethyst
2: is a purple stone it's the one of the most powerful spiritual stones that you can have i have
1: that in my get ready when you've seen it you liked it
2: oh i did oh yeah that okay
0: well well everyone knows where i'm going next (laughs) okay um someone said i want to know about frequencies and how i can connect to the right frequency to achieve my goals
2: so that's a bit of a vague question um. again that kind of relates back to like what are you trying to manifest frequency and energy go hand in hand frequency is like different think of it as different, different levels mm-hmm. so the the more you vibrate the higher your frequency becomes so for example when you remove blockages your frequency changes yeah. um, just as how we learn in science the different frequencies of sound and light and whatnot Mm -hmm. um so if you want to attract more things the first thing you should do is work on not only your chakras but your aura so your, your your inner and your outer self to be able to attract those things in your life and then that will make way for you to vibrate on a higher frequency
0: Alrighty. um is there a connection between spiritual healing and zodiac
2: sign not really. Um, f- zodiac signs—it's kind of like, do you really believe in like your zodiac sign like to the T? Because I know some people who are like, yes and no. Okay. Like I'm that kind of person where if you tell me, you know, your zodiac sign or, or just by your your traits and your habits, yeah. um, I can guess. Like for example, I'm someone who has a lot of Virgos in my life. Yeah, uh, every, almost everyone around me is a Virgo kind of a thing. Yeah. um, but does that go hand in hand with spiritual healing? Not really your Zodiac sign. So we're all born at a specific time Mm -hmm. with specific stars. So your Zodiac sign, if you like look at the galaxy, your Zodiac sign is just based on like what part of uh, stars were aligned at the time you were born. So for example, I know you're a cancer, right? Mm -hmm. So when you were born, the stars and the sun and the moon were aligned in Cancer. So, Cancer, if you look up in the Earth or the universe, if you want to call it, it's just where those stars were at a specific time. Mm-hmm. Based on that, that's why the astrologers have like categorized us into such generic um, zodiac signs, and that's why we all kind of share um, similar traits, I guess, because of the time you were born. But that it's not specific um and i don't believe it really goes hand to hand with healing but um it does go hand to hand with what's going on with the world so for example if there's like a full moon in in cancer it might affect you more because of the way that the sun and the moon and the stars are aligned that That makes sense. sense
0: yeah um, they asked if you went to university, which we've already... I
2: did. I went to university. I went to business school. I have a bachelor's of uh, business administration, and I majored in marketing management. Shout out to KPU. Yes, I went to Quatland. Don't hate.
1: You went to UVic first.
2: Yeah, I went to UVic first, and then I moved back, and then I went to Quatland. There's nothing wrong with Quatlin, I did Quatland too, so everyone is in this room. <laughs> I was actually really happy with the business school um i had not high expectations for it but it was a really good experience and i made a lot of good friends out of it and um i was glad that i went from like a 200 person lecture at uvic to like Mm -hmm. 30 people classes and for someone like me that worked way better because i had more time with the professor and i made actual friends versus just seeing people in the hallways kind of a thing um so i didn't mind it at all and yeah, looking back, I mean, there's so many times where like I wanted to drop out or I didn't want to continue or I'm just like, do I even need school and playing that I'm too cool factor. And um, besides the educational aspect, I uh, I obviously learned a lot and it helped with obviously the industry that I'm in in terms of business and marketing. And yeah,
0: don't worry. I, uh, I think everyone has that feeling of wanting to drop out of school mm-hmm. <laughs> twice. Mm-hmm. yeah my if, uh... mom would just
2: like threaten me and i'm like damn it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah
1: twice.
0: Yeah, if you ever feel like that guys listen to my solo podcast i talk about dropping out of
2: school Yes. Yeah. you have to have <laughs> but you have to have the drive for it exactly. yeah
1: you have to yeah yeah and you don't listen. not from everyone else yeah you know what school isn't for everybody and that's cool if you don't want to i'm 27 and i decided to do school again for the third time, and mm. I love
2: it now. And you're... I want to be there. You're never too old, old, old for school. For school. Yeah. You yeah. are never too old. Like, I thought about recently going back for, like, so many different things.
1: yeah Somebody in my class is 47. And... do for someone's like 60 kids. in my yeah. class. It's okay. It's okay. You <laughs> yes,
2: you, you can learn things outside of school. However, for specific industries that you want to be in, need, there's a yeah. lot that mm. you cannot not learn.
0: It's true. Somebody asked... <laughs> Thoughts on the 369 rule for manifesting?
2: Okay, so I'm not super familiar with that, but from what I can recollect, that is the fact that if you want to manifest something, you have to say it three times in the morning or write it down six times in the afternoon and nine times at night. If that works for you, great. However, th- there's different parts of manifestation. Yeah. One of them is writing the, it down. Mm-hmm. One of it is saying it But another thing is living it. So you cannot expect to. Okay, so let's say your goal is to get a degree and to be the top of your class. Mm -hmm. If that is your goal, then you should be putting in the work. You should not be like not doing your homework, not handing in your assignments and just expecting the universe to do it. By manifesting something, it's just giving you that extra boost to be able to accomplish your goals. So if you are trying your best to achieve it it'll happen to you, happen for you yeah no no problem yeah um also believing in it you can you can manifest you can say like oh i i i want this dream job but if you're not putting in the work to do that the universe is not going to be able to help you achieve yeah. those goals and that goes for anything in your life if you want to become a better person you need to put in the effort to be a better person yeah. you need to start acknowledging certain behaviors and certain habits of yourself and maybe stopping yourself from doing certain things that the old you would have been like you know would have done yeah um but yeah if it works for you amazing there's many different forms of manifesting you can do but again putting in the work is just as important yeah
0: and i feel like putting in the work not only helps you get to that goal but it helps you as a person too yeah so for example
2: i a while ago you know, people would always ask me, like, what do you want to do full time? And I was just like, I want to be a spiritual healer. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know how. And crystals were in my life, but Reiki wasn't in my life at the time. Yeah. And I knew I liked helping people. I liked talking to people. And so I was just like, okay, this is what I'm manifesting. I'm manifesting that I want to be a spiritual healer and be guidance for some people. And then I did the work for it. I continued Mm -hmm. working on my business, continued working on myself, went to school, did whatever I need to. And then it just kind of fell into my lap is the best way I could say Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did the work to become the Reiki master and I focused on my meditations and I committed to that and I committed to learning and I committed to continuing to learn Yeah. Um, so that's how I was able to make my dreams come that true you actually put in the
0: work yeah. <laughs> um, okay and last question which I feel like this is probably Denise's favorite question but uh, tell AK Amazing to post more videos
1: yeah don't worry I'm the manager you just call me yo I'll
0: so- leave my email
1: at the email in the description box <laughs> shoot me an email and I'll talk to my guy
2: so for those of you that are here for ak i'm sure there's a couple of you (laughs) um he is actually now on a radio station so he is working with some people out in la he's doing uh radios and podcasts just like Amber's doing um so youtube has obviously been a big platform in his life it kind of helped him and shaped him and made his career but we would like to pull away from that eventually Mm -hmm. he's working on um making his own films he'd like to make his own documentary series that yeah. kind of thing um so yeah keep an eye out for that coming in the near future um yeah. just like making different uh choices in his life in order to step closer to his goals yeah he's still around guys but just in, like, he's still a around he's just in a different platform right now it's he's okay. still around
0: so much,
1: go to his channel watch his old videos and laugh like, straight
0: up <laughs> Or you can listen to his podcast. Yes, podcast, like I the- will put those all those links in my description. Grow
1: with him. That's what I say. If you're a true fan, grow with him.
0: Yeah. And that is a wrap with this week's episode. I want to give a huge shout out one to my live audience. Thanks for being here. Woo! Um, but I most importantly
1: <laughs> see true fans. You
0: Always know. your number one fan. Always. <laughs> But most importantly, I want to give a huge shout out to this week's guest, Bobby, Thank you so much for joining me today. I had so much, <laughs> claps, claps, claps. Yes, I had so much fun getting the chance to sit and chat with you about something that I've been dying to talk about the minute I started this podcast. So thank you so much for actually coming out and doing of it. Of course. Me. <laughs>
2: Thanks for having me. And honestly, no spiritual, uh, spirituality, spiritual awakenings, meditation—it's all like it's all very much a a never ending. Topic. Mm-hmm. So when people approach me and they're like, can we pick your brain on it? I'm all for it because mm-hmm. when I went through it, I felt like there wasn't enough people's brains that I could pick. <laughs> and so if I'm able to help you out in any way, yeah. call at your girl. Yes. Um, I will
0: put in the description box the um, Instagram handle to Buddha Beads and for her Reiki, which mm-hmm. is Morita Healing Studio. Yes. I will put all that in there for you guys. So keep an eye out for that. And so that'll be it. I will be back next week on Friday at 5 p.m. for another episode.
2: Bye. Bye!